It's time for another episode of the Franchise Business Radio Show, broadcasting live from the Pro Business Channel Studios in Atlanta, sponsored by Franchise Intellect, knowledge of the franchise community for franchise selection. More info at FranchiseIntellect.com. Also made possible in part by Franchise.City, a better way to buy a franchise. More info at Franchise.City. And FranServe, the world's largest franchise consulting and expansion organization. More info at FranServe.com. Now, here's your host, certified franchise consultant, Pamela Curry. Welcome to the Franchise Business Radio Show. This is your host, Pamela Curry. Uh, The Franchise Business Radio Show is a platform to bring together franchise professionals to connect, educate, and collaborate to serve the franchise community and also those that are considering franchise ownership. Really excited about our show today. I feel like every show... Uh, is an educational show and brings a little insight to the franchise community. Uh, I'd like to welcome our guest. Uh, We have Terry back in the studio. Welcome back. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. And uh, Terry, I just want to give our listeners a little bit of a background on you. Um, Thank you, by the way, for being in the studio. Terry has over 30 years of senior level expertise in sales and marketing and business development. You work with local, regional, as well as national businesses, as well as global brands. And I know you've had extensive franchise experience in the restaurant as well as the health club sector, which is what we're going to be focusing on today. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. As the director of franchise development, as well as the chief brand believer, your responsibilities include comprehensive management of the entire franchise development cycle, from strategic lead generation marketing and recruitment to nurturing that relationship with the candidate and actually awarding the franchise. Correct. What we call the discovery process when someone is considering franchise ownership. Uh, Ms. Haroff, you actually enjoy spending quality time, obviously, with your family. I do. Football family, right? Absolutely. Like, Go dogs. <laughs> I, say, I like those colors you're wearing. I know this is a podcast, but she's in black and red. <laughs> uh, definitely cheering on your three sons at their football and baseball games. Uh, you also enjoy traveling, entertaining, teaching group fitness classes, uh, which you've done since your college days done it for quite a while and yeah. I still love it yeah, all these years later. Well, welcome. Really excited to have you on the studio. And we're going to dive into some really great topics, not only about your background, um, because it ranges, right, from food to fitness, if those two words belong in the same sentence. But, <laughs> you know, it's really interesting. We've, uh, you know, having sold franchises in the restaurant space, um, there's a lot of people in that space who, it's a tough business. Restaurants are tough. I mean, it's, yeah. you know, it's 24 seven, you've got inventory, got to worry about steaks walking out your back door, employees. I mean, it's just so hard to find lots of good people and Absolutely. you need lots of good people to have a successful restaurant. And, um, and so there's quite a few people who are looking, they like the franchise model, but they don't necessarily want to open more restaurants. They want to open other franchises. And, yeah, build out that portfolio of, of businesses. And we're going to dive uh, deeper into that. Great. Um, in addition to that, I do want to wa- uh, welcome our regular guest, John Q. Welcome back to the studio. Hey, good morning, Pam. Uh, John's been a regular guest with us. And as uh, many of our listeners know, he is a CPA as well as the founder and owner of Corporate Financial Options. Uh, not only has he been a guest, but he frequently co-hosts with me and uh, always appreciate his insight and knowledge on the franchise community and tax advantages. Yeah, it's always great to be here, especially now that being here is a lot closer to my office. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> yeah. How about this beautiful new studio it's we're in? Beautiful. Oh, it's fabulous. Love it. Well, Terry, let's let's go ahead. I want to dive into uh, some of the topics that we kind of touched upon. Um, 
first and foremost, let's start off with your experience. Uh, talk to us a little bit about your background, how you got into franchising, and and your experience and track record. Sure. So I've been in the hospitality business forever. Um, I was a partner with the hospitality management company, and we ran... Uh, private dining clubs, athletic clubs, uh, special events facilities, restaurants. Um, and we were together, our group were together. We started off, um, I, I was actually their agency. Um, mm-hmm. I had an, an ad agency and I and they were one of my clients, Villa Christina's, who, who oh, started sure. off with. Uh-huh. And, um, and then four of the key people from Villa Christina and I started a hospitality management company. Mm-hmm. And our first client was actually managing Villa Christina. We added on a hotel and then we added on a portfolio of other clients mm. and we just got big. You know, we got big, which yes. which was great, but we got a little bit too big for me personally because um, I'm a mom and I've got three kids and super, it's a lot super, of hats to wear. It's a lot of hats to wear. <laughs> and I just felt like it was a great, it was great for me because I had a, t- a ton of flexibility early on and, and 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 through most of the process. But then I got to the point where I really had to be on site a lot. It was just really hard for me to do both really well. Yes. So I sold my percentage of the business and the CEO actually at Shoney's Restaurants was a friend of mine uh-huh. and made me an offer I could, couldn't refuse to come into franchising. Never done it before, but I got the opportunity, which was great. Mm. I learned a ton mm. working with them. And... Um, and then I got another opportunity to make the switch to work at any time, which is where I am. And that's really what I'm passionate about. Early in my career, you know, actually out of college, I worked for American Fitness Center, started off in sales, um, got into management, was actually their area director. Yeah. So I worked with them for, you know, five years. Um, great experience. But the, back in those days, you'd work 60, 70, 80 hours a week. And I... The older I got, the more I said, hmm, I don't think this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. So I got into, into hospitality, marketing, and, and all that other stuff, and um, it was great. But I started teaching aerobics in college, like I mentioned yeah. earlier, and I uh-huh. still teach to this day. I love, I'm a big believer. I'm very passionate about health and fitness. And, you know, work at any time, the model absolutely works. And what I love about it is we're literally helping people be, be the best they can be. Yeah. And so it's really, is, it's it's a perfect fit for me. So today, uh, obviously you're right. It, it's always interesting to see, hear about someone's, I guess, career path and track record, where they started, where where they've gone from. And uh, just a, as a little fun for our listeners here, right before the show started, we were giggling and saying, well, what was your first job? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was your first W-2? And we both worked at a movie theater. That's right. That's where we got started <laughs> and they got promoted to uh, the restaurant space, right? Exactly. 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 <laughs> so kind of a normal track record. But uh, something I want to touch upon, and this is really, I guess, because I think of many candidates that I work with. And uh, I have to say, I really admire all of the plates that you spin, right? Um, you're, you're a business professional. You're a mom. Uh Hopefully, you have a social life in there somewhere. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> My husband and I are going on date night tonight. We're going to go watch the Hawks. So that'll be fun. <laughs> That's right. What, and, and I work with candidates who are considering franchise ownership and all of them at a different place in, in their life cycle, sure. right? Uh, some uh, couples are looking to supplement their income. Uh, maybe the husband is the primary provider or opposite. Um, and I have it on both sides, right? Where the husband's a stay-at-home mom. And now they're looking, hey, we're in a position where we can 
own a franchise mm-hmm. and get an additional revenue stream um, or flip-flop. So the question is this, if you're going to give advice, you know, I guess to those people that are trying to manage all of these plates, how do you do it? What general advice would you give based upon your experience? Because you've been successful. With sure, it. I have, and I, I, I am. Um, I love the industry. I think franchising is absolutely the way to go. Because if you, if you, if you get, if you partner with the right franchisor, and you really get everything that you need—the support, the training, the infrastructure. You can, and you follow the 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 game plan yes. because we put together uh, together a game plan. If you will follow that game plan, there's a really 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 good chance you're going to be successful. I mean, obviously, I don't have right. a that magic ball that I can look at and tell you. <laughs> you don't have the crystal ball. I don't have the crystal ball not yet, but I'm working on it. Let me know. I'm working on it. When you get there, let me know. Right, <laughs> but um, but it's just you know it, we really do provide our franchisees everything that they need to be successful. But yeah. what I recommend to anybody who's looking at franchising, whether it's with work at any time, which I hope it would be, <laughs> um, or anybody else, you want to absolutely make sure that you that you learn everything you possibly can. You want to. Yeah. We're, my job, as I tell potential franchisees, is is to give you all the information you need to make a great decision, mm-hmm. whether it's to become a franchisee or not, because it's not with everybody. There are yes. some people who are extremely entrepreneurial, and they really want to do it their way. Yes, And yeah. if that's your personality, and if you have a hard time not... Following the system, not following the system, and <laughs> then this may not be the best way for you to go. Right, but um, but I love the process, and I love the fact that we've got you know when you look at our, at, at our franchise partners, we've got everything from A to Z and everything in between. Mm-hmm. I just recently, this is a great story. We had a, a an employee with work at any time. She uh, she played college softball, was all American, mm-hmm. super super successful. Got her degree in, in exercise physiology. Started working for work at any time, just right. in sales, and then got into management. Been, then became an area manager for one of our franchisees. And now she and her dad just signed a franchise agreement with us to open three locations in the Virginia market. Congratulations. I know it's so exciting. So she's going to be an, you know, she's going to be an owner. Yeah. Her dad's retired military, which we love. Yes. Um, and he's really kind of the financial backing, but he's going to mm-hmm. be involved some. But she, but she, it's a, it's such a great story because she loves the industry. She loves the business. She worked for us for three yes. and a half years. Mm-hmm. Really, really loves the models. Has seen it on you know every bit of the business. Yes, and now she's a business owner. Yeah, I love that. And, and you know what? It's what I call alignment, uh, right? Um, so it kind of goes back to franchising is not for everybody, right? Uh, if maybe you're too entrepreneurial in spirit, maybe a franchise is not for mm-hmm. you, right? It is for someone that has the ability to follow the proven methods of operation right. in the system. Uh, the other the other part of the alignment is financial, right? <laughs> the, the investment budget. And we are seeing um, a lot of what I call bi-generational, right? The parent and and their son or daughter coming together. Multi-generational, yeah. Yes. I just had another uh, gentleman reach out to me. It's another interesting story. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been with McDonald's for 36 years, um, has been a franchisee with them for 20. Mm-hmm. His son has been in the fitness space for many, many, many years, yep. works for us at work at any time <laughs> in the Carolinas. Yes. And once to help his son be successful, um, loves the franchise space, doesn't yeah. want him to be in the restaurant space because mm-hmm. number one, that's not what his son is passionate, passionate about. about. But the mm-hmm. but the dad knows it's a tough business. Yes. So it, again, they love the model. They uh, they're going to do this together. And he the the dad just 
uh, he's got one more uh, McDonald's that he's actually selling um, this month. Wow. And then they're moving completely into the work at any time space. So let's get to that topic, okay. right? Uh, I mean, from food to fitness, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a perfect example of sure. it. And also kind of alignment, right? Because things have to align with your lifestyle, uh, whether you're a mom, a dad, a parent, mm-hmm. uh, a daughter, a son of someone who, you know, we all have our own profiles, right? so we've got to have alignment. Um, completely two different sectors, food and fitness when it comes down to a business model. No doubt about it. it. Way. So talk to us about that. Certainly. So what I, you know, what I, when I was looking at this opportunity and uh, talking to franchisees, and I've known the founders of Work at Any Time Matter of fact, John, there's an, believe it or not, there's another John Q. John Kotraki, um, is one of the founders, John Kotraki and Steve Strickland. Um, John Kotraki was my first boss at American Fitness Center. He was our, our VP. So I've known them since my, 20s. I've known them for, I'm not going to say how long, but for a long time. Yeah. Last so, uh, week, ex- last yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, um, but they're, they're great people. They're very, very, they're very passionate about the, about the industry. Yeah. And, um, and they, what I love about this model and when they were showing, sharing it with me is number one, like I mentioned before, there is no inventory. So you don't have to worry about stakes walking out the back door, the back door mm-hmm. from an employee standpoint, you only need three to four employees, which is wonderful. And say your quote unquote opener has a flat tire and can't make it into work on time. Uh. Your members have their own key card to get in. So you've got the mm. convenient. You never have to worry about not being able to serve your members because an employee is not there because you've got the convenience of having your own key card, which is great. So it's really, it's a great model. Um, you know, the real estate's a, a very, very important piece of our business. Yes. The numbers have got to make sense. We look at markets that are underserved markets that don't have a fitness center on every corner okay. because we're in 21 states, but there's lots of places that we're not in yet. So mm-hmm. the beauty of this is is our a lot of our franchi- franchisees are able to cherry pick where they want to go. And we do a whole Buxton study um, just look at the real estate, look at the population, okay. look at the demographics, look at the competition. Mm-hmm. And it allows us to really find different areas that really make sense yes. and that have the have the, the greatest potential for success. Yeah. Right. I um, I kind of have a, and this is sort of my an interesting little formula uh, when it comes to, uh, let's just say, I call it the performance gap within a franchise system, right? Mm-hmm. Um because um, I, I, people go, why, you know, why are some people successful, not successful, you know, uh, no guarantees, right? We, that's welcome to Certainly. that that's business, business ownership, yep. right? That's business ownership. So why is there a performance gap? I, I kind of have boiled it down to three buckets. One bucket is the operator themselves, right? Uh, if you enter into a franchise system, everyone's receiving the same training, the same support, working on the same brand. Uh, however, the skill set of the operator is going to vary greatly. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe one franchisee operator is better in sales. Maybe they're better at marketing. Maybe they're better at hiring and retaining employees. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe they're better at following that system, right? Right. So those are those variables that can create the performance gap. But the second bucket is what you're just referring to, and I call it market opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, this location, 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 and we're not going to go into a into a shopping center that has maybe a Whole Foods or a Fresh Market because that's more of a high end shopping center. The costs 
units to do business to, you know, for the, your, for your real estate, there's are going to be tr- uh, quite a bit more. Yes. So we look at, at shopping centers that maybe have a Publix or a Kroger or a Goodwill or a Dollar General. Right. And uh, landlords love us because number one, we've got, a, we've been in business for over 20 years. Mm-hmm. We're a proven model, which is great. And they know that if work at any time comes into their shopping center, we're going to bring 200 to 300 people into the shopping center uh-huh. on a daily basis, which is going to ha- help help the Traffic. sub shop and help mm-hmm. the nail salon and, you know, and everybody else. Absolutely. So we're able to really negotiate very, very great, ter- very, very good terms, f- favorable terms for our franchisees. And how many units are you up to now? We By the end of first quarter, we will have 200 locations open. So you have, uh, you are in the, what I consider the sweet spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a franchise system. Yes. Uh, last statistic I heard, only 18% of franchisors out there actually hit the 100-unit mark. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, we're, yeah. And we really, I mean, we're on a roll. We've got, yes, you we are. We just signed, um, very excited to announce, because um, we haven't put this out yet in the press. So you're the first oh. one to hear it from a press standpoint. I wish we had a drum roll. <laughs> there we go. Um, but we just signed our first international deal. Congratulations. So we're going global. We're going global. So we've mm-hmm. got uh, three uh, units that are opening in Costa Rica. Excuse me, one in Costa Rica, three in Honduras. Nice. But they're our master for Central America. So they'll be selling franchises um, with us and for us uh, throughout the region. And it's really, really ex- exciting. The group, they're very, very well established. The company is a family company, mm. have been in business for over 50 years. So they've got the infrastructure to do this and do it well. That's excellent. Congrats. Thank you. I, and market opportunity. Uh, Like you said, you've still got a lot of opportunity available in the system. Um, Do you have more of a presence on the East Coast since this is where you're headquartered? Where where are the opportunities for workout anything? Honestly, the opportunities are global across across the board. However, um, we started started off 20 plus years ago in Douglasville, Georgia was our first location. It is still open today, 20 plus years later, which is amazing. Right. And we've grown organically. So we've got, mm-hmm. you know, in the in the Atlanta market, we've got 40 locations. Yes. So it's harder to find locations in Atlanta because number one, we're not, you know, we're very protective of, of territories and our yeah. franchisees. We're not going to let somebody come in and cannibalize another franchisee because our, our uh, software program allows us not just to look at areas and demographics, but it also lets us see where our members are coming from, where they live, where they're working out. So we really are very, very protective of our franchisees. Yeah. But with that said, there's lots of other, you know, you may need to go 45 minutes out or, or an hour, you know, further than maybe where you live. Mm-hmm. But if you do that, it's, you know, you're just not going to have the competition. And we know data shows us that when you're looking at, at competition, when you're looking at population numbers, 20% of the population is going to join a club. Okay. We know that. So if you're, it's only you and another guy and 20% of 25,000 people, I mean, that's a nice, that's a nice number. Yeah, that's number. a nice customer base to Absolutely. Ride. There's plenty of customers to go around. No doubt about it. Absolutely. Uh, talk about the real estate side okay. uh, of this, because that's a big deal. Huge. So um, from a size standpoint, we've got clubs as small as 5,000 square feet and as large as 11,000 square okay. feet. We're tending to see larger clubs these days because mm-hmm. we have ra- uh, rolled into our model um, small group training. Okay. So we offer small group training as well as personal training, which requires a little bit more space. Makes sense. Um, one of our franchisees here in the Atlanta market, uh, his name is Zelly. He um, has got five uh, locations on the South Side. Okay. Uh, was a professional basketball player. <laughs> and um, this is his this is his next career. Has done really, really well. And he has a really great boot camp uh, 
following. Oh. They they offer boot camp classes there, and okay. they're very very successful with that. So the model has 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 definitely evolved, and we've got to stay relevant with our our member base and what they want, and that's sure. something that they want. But so from a, I would say our sweet spot size wise is probably about eight thousand square feet. Okay, and um, when we're negotiating real estate. We, um, you know, we'll we'll find numerous locations um, that we feel are good and that our franchisee feels are good based uh-huh. on all the things that we needed to have easy access and and visibility and all that other stuff, the population, and then we'll put out you know four or five uh, LOIs on the different properties, right. and then we're going to go with the property the the landlord who gives us the most favorable favorable terms. Sure. What we look for and what we get all the time right. or very, very much all, 90% of the time right. is nine months of free rent. Nice. And then we also get 25 to $30 in, in tenant improvements nice. that the landlord gives our franchisee mm-hmm. to help with the build out and the marketing. Build out allowance. Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so the first three months while we're doing the build out, we have a, a pre-sales office and we're selling memberships. And our goal is for our our uh, franchisee to sell between 800 and 1,000 memberships during pre-sales. Pre-sales. Which we do all the time. Before they even open up the Before doors. Before they even, they're going to get a discount because they're joining during pre-sales, which right. is great. Um, then we grand open. I just had a, I just had a club in Lawrence, Lawrenceburg, Tennessee open this month. Um, they bet they've had pre-sales. They had a very, very mm-hmm. su- successful pre-sales. They opened in January, which is smart because yes. of course all the New Year's resolutions, mm-hmm. they sold 600 memberships this month. Wow. Congratulations. So, yeah. So they are really, they're doing it and they're doing it right what i love about this this space and this model as well is the recurring revenue Mm -hmm. you've got members who are on a monthly draft so you you don't have to worry about anybody waking up and saying i think i'm gonna have a pizza today you know what (laughs) you don't have to worry about it because the monthly draft goes into our franchisees accounts on a regular basis it's it's predictable Mm -hmm. and it keeps and what i love about our space too is it's not rocket science you keep your club clean yes you keep your equipment maintained you hire friendly, happy people who are service oriented. Uh-huh. And it's, you know, it's, that's, that's, that, th- those are the basics. Yeah. And uh, so we, and because of that, the operator has the option to be semi-absentee. Absolutely. I've okay. got franchise, you know, one of my largest, well, not one of my, one of my newest franchisees, he owns 16 Little Caesars. Ah, and again, building out that business portfolio. to get diversified. Absolutely. New, knows that he can, own and operate. And this is not an absentee business. We absolutely want you involved. Sure. But it's it's what we, for a lot of people, it's a side hustle. They do this <laughs> in conjunction to their primary employment. Right, right. Um, I also find, a, you know, a lot of people I'm working with right now, they're, you know, they're, they've been engineers and, and IT and, and different mm-hmm. things, and they've done well over the years. I have a dentist that I'm working with right now, but mm-hmm. he, they're not really passionate about what they're doing now. Yes. And they're passionate about health and fitness. I understand. So this is the next thing they want to do. They want to do something where they can be successful and something that they're really passionate about and that they really enjoy. Yeah. And that semi-absentee might might make it a little bit more okay if you have to drive that 45 minutes or an hour to get the better marketplace. Exactly. We've got cameras in the club. You can see what's going on in your club 24-7. You can see in real time, you know, memberships and personal training revenue. and Virtual world we live in. It's amazing. It, it really, really is. It but really it allows... Is. And so 73% of our, of our franchisees are multi-unit franchisees with us. They don't just have one. They've got multiple locations. So I'm going to kind, kind of go general here real quick sure. uh, because, you know, as we talked about, market opportunity is very important uh, location. I, I think one of the 
let's just say the learning curves in with some of the candidates that I'm working with who are considering franchise ownership mm-hmm. and specifically do want to have something that has a retail storefront presence mm-hmm. and they like that. Uh, but when I educate them on the fact that, well, there's there's a series of orders that need to occur. You sign the franchise agreement, you pay the franchise fee, and then that's when the site selection Absolutely. begins. Yeah, you're, you're not, you can't negotiate with a landlord on behalf of somebody who might become a franchisee. Very good point. It's, uh, you know, there's just, there's, there's no, there, you can't do that. You just can't do that. Um, but uh, with that said, I've never signed a franchisee where we haven't been able to find them a space. Yes. <laughs> so that's, you've got to get that, you've got to, you've got to be committed. You've got to sign the franchise agreement. And then once that happens, literally we work with, uh, you know, uh, Randy Trotter, who's our senior VP mm-hmm. of real estate is a, is a broker, uh-huh. but he, we've got relationships with brokers across the country. So we work with local local brokers across the country who are boots on the ground. They know what's going on yes. in the market. And then we, like Randy, just he's Randy Trotter. Hi, Randy. Is <laughs> on a plane Randy. right now flying back from Ohio. Oh. He was in Ohio doing a site visit. Okay. Um, so, of course, we're going to ultimately approve or disapprove of the site. And there's a lot of times, a lot of times right early on, we can say, mm, not a great site because right. of this, 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 and this. Sure. Um, and then there's also been times where on paper, sometimes you're not sure. Mm-hmm. And then you actually go there and you're like, oh, my gosh. This is a great site. Yes. So you, we're really big believers in and seeing it and, and seeing and we always do. So we'll so we'll go see and we'll ultimately approve the site. And it really is a, I guess what I call a, a three pronged decision making effort because you've got your expertise, commercial real estate expertise, Randy. Sure. Um, you have the franchisor that has to approve it. And you know what you're looking for, and the franchisee themselves right. has to be a part of that. Uh, you know, we have making. to we have to make sure you know that the franchisee is a great fit for us, but also that we're a great fit for them. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's you know, when you talk about the nurturing of the relationship, it truly is. I mean, it's a, yeah. you know, it's a 15-year marriage. When you sign a franchise agreement, we're going to be together for 15 years. We right. want to make sure that this is a really good fit. So your term is a 15-year term with a renewal option yes. on the other side. Mm-hmm. That's excellent. Uh little bit of uniqueness. Uh, I work out any time. High value, low cost. Is, is that one of your differentiators um, in going into the marketplace? Talk this segment us. is the fastest growing segment in the industry. Interesting. Um, you know, you're looking at our, ba- our basic membership. It's $19 a month. Okay. Gives you full access to all of our clubs across the country. Mm. Uh, for $10 more, you can oh. add unlimited hydro massage, unlimited tanning, and you also get some personal training too. So it's super, super, super affordable. And we are a results-based gym. I mean, when you walk in, we 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 consider ourselves the best workout per square foot mm. because the, the matrix equipment that we have is top-notch. We have negotiated rates with all of our vendors, so we're able to get equipment much uh, cheaper than somebody would be able to do it on their own. Sure. We've also absolutely. negotiated a four-year warranty with Matrix, which is unheard of in the industry. That's great. But it's but it's but it's great. So you, you know, a potential member walks in, you don't even have to have somebody who's got who's a really great salesperson because they walk in and they see how great the club is. It's got great cardio equipment, great strength equipment small group training, mm-hmm. hydro massage. I mean, it's got everything they possibly need. It's convenient. It's open 24-7. You go, if you want to go at two in the morning, you can go in. So it, it's never, it's not a hard sale. Right. It's kind of a, okay, yeah, let's do this. Yeah. It's all, I, I, I think the third or fourth location you guys had was in Alpharetta. Mm-hmm. Ah. <clears throat> and I was driving past there around one o'clock in the morning one day, right after mm-hmm. it opened. And there were four fire trucks in front of the place. I said, oh, my God, it's yeah. a fire. <laughs> and I pulled in, again, with the visibility. Right. 
And all the firemen are in there working out. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. We firemen, police, uh, people who are you know work the these crazy yeah, serious shifts, medical people. the medical industry. You want to know a, 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 a interesting fact? You know who was a member at that Alfred location? He's not anymore, but he was. He used to live in Country Club of the South. It was Usher. Usher used to work out oh, there. Oh, really? And he loved it because he could go the at, hours, the, the flexibility. Hour. He'd go at two in the morning, and nobody else would be there. You know, right. not a lot of people would be there, and if they were there, they would just leave him alone. Sure. And that's what people love is mm-hmm. the. Convenience, convenience, convenience. Yeah. Uh, convenience being usually someone attends a gym. We were talking about this earlier. What's sort of the, the general formula there? So we know when we're looking at, in terms of real estate, we know that data shows that 20% of a population is going to join a gym. Mm-hmm. And so when we're looking at, um, you know, different different areas, of yep. course, we're going to look at, and there's there's competition that really isn't our competition. Um, you know, if you're a member at Lifetime, Mm-hmm. You know, we're very, very different than the big box yes. from, you know, amenities and from a pricing standpoint. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of times you'll see people who are, who are members at work at any time who also are members at other places. Okay. And they love the fact that that we're so convenient. We have such a, we're such a great workout yes. and we're so affordable. Yes. That makes, um, comparison with some of the boutique gyms, seeing a lot of the boutique gyms coming out, uh, that are very niche, very niche small, smaller footprint. Maybe that more of maybe that's more of an urban. I, I don't you're know. Seeing, you're seeing them. You know what? What we find and what data mm-hmm. has shown us about some of the boutiques is they are they're not they're not cheap. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to so def- different cost point. It's definitely a different cost point. And mm-hmm. if you're you know spending you know eighty ninety hundred plus dollars a month and you're not using it. You're definitely going to think twice about maintaining mm. that membership for the long term. If you're on a membership and you're only paying nine, we want everyone to come in regularly. Right, but right. if you're not, and it's only $19 a month, you tend to maintain your membership longer because you want to know that once your schedule, you know, gets isn't as quite as crazy. Or the motivation that, kicks back in. Right, right. Or, or, <laughs> no, or, oh my gosh, spring break is right around the corner. Yeah, that vacation's <laughs> coming up. Exactly. Yeah, season. Exactly. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Uh, partners, you, uh, ideal partners, uh, what does that look like for you? You know, our franchise, it's really interesting. And what I love about it is it's, it's across the board. Okay. Literally, um, the site, the site visit we were doing yesterday in Ohio, um, the franchisees are a group of physicians Mm. and they want, they want to not just treat their patients, but actually help their patients get better and then stick, get healthy. Uh, and so this is a multi-pronged approach for them. And they're going to actually have, the space is a little bit bigger, in there, but they're going to actually have a medical office in, yes, in their space. Very smart. So we've got doctors. We've got, uh, I've got lawyers. I've got insurance agents. I've got multi-unit, multi-brand franchisees who are diversifying. Mm-hmm. I've got father, son, father, daughter. I've got parents. Uh, one of our franchisees is a pilot for for Delta, and he and his wife own they own they own six locations with with partners who are in the insurance business. Yes. So, real. I've got a, a really cool story. A, job, a, a franchisee in um, Texas, actually, uh-huh. um, engineer, thirty years, right? Been doing it forever. Mm-hmm. Um, sick of being an engineer, and and <laughs> his. Oh, this is very interesting. His wife is a broker. She sells franchises, ah. and so she knows 
all the different, you know, yes. everything that's out there. She's Absolutely. very, very familiar. And she actually presented the Work at Any Time franchise as well as others to sure. John. And this Absolutely. is the one that they decided was the best for them. That's great. Opened his first location about eight months later, opened his second location. Mm. Now he's officially retired from engineering and he is doing a great job as an operator and he absolutely loves it. I love those transitional stories because right now the uh, you know job market is so strong right now. Sure. Uh, but doesn't mean people are necessarily happy right. <laughs> in their jobs. So they are trying to think through what's going to be my transition out strategy. Right. What's and next? that means they have to find a business that permits semi-absentee, mm-hmm. right? Because they don't want to leave their day job yet. Right. But they want to be able to build something to work towards that. Absolutely. Right. This, so, yeah, what, what we try to do with those folks is develop a multi-unit matrix, right? Mm, that yes. says you're making $180,000 a year. You've got to have three clubs. It's got to take you four years to get the three clubs by plowing in the number from club one into club two. Mm-hmm. And as long as you have your original job, then you can plow your profits back into the second and third and fourth location. And Absolutely. also to having a, uh, you know, having a, a revenue stream, right. having a job sure. helps you get a lot of times you don't have, right, you don't have, you know, maybe $650,000 that you just want to take of your own money. So, you know, we are our lenders and we've got third-party lenders who are preferred, who we do yep. a ton of business with. Understand. But they like to see that, you know, that, you, yes, you're opening work at any time, but you're still working over here. You know that you've your bills are being paid mm-hmm. while you're develop, developing right. this new business. Don't quit your job and then go to the bank and try to borrow money <laughs> to start a franchise. Not a more challenging. Let's, not, get, not the, a let's get that order right. <laughs> well, John, talk to, talk to us a little bit about that, though. I, I know that you are very helpful for those that are trying to figure out how the transition is and being able to go in and say, let's kind of put together a game plan here. Let's not just randomly do something. <laughs> right. And and I think a lot of people do that. And and it's surprising that you're talking about how many groups you have that are getting together and investing in some because, you know, the model is you get four guys working out together and they go, you know, we could own a few of these. Mm-hmm. Only one out of the four has the guts to quit the job. <laughs> the other three keep the revenue stream going. And then that guy is the managing partner. And then the other three are kind of passive. Right. And then maybe it's in four years. You can retire and start working on the business in the business. And then, you know, we can transition everybody in. Right. But that's on a you know, multi-operate, multi-owner model. Yes. On an individual model, it's the same way, right? Right. If we do that and we do it orderly, we do it systematically, and trying to figure out income replacement is a very, very important thing, right? Absolutely. You know, we're not, you're not going to match your engineer salary day one. No, no, it takes time. But again... For the for the Little Caesars guy, I'm sure he would love to know at Little Caesars somebody's going to pay you X amount of dollars on the first day of the month for the right to eat as many pizzas as he can, <laughs> even if he never comes in and gets any. Right, right. <laughs> and that's that's the I think that's the basic difference between your model and 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 a restaurant model. Absolutely. You know, interestingly enough, talking about our Little Caesars franchisee. Hi, Aaron. Um, <laughs> he's and this is I'm finding this quite a bit too. So he he and his wife worked out with a personal trainer. Okay. And um, and they have a very solid, they've worked out together for a long time. And so when they went into business, they went into business with their trainer. Mm. And he's the managing partner of the business, which is great. Yeah. Um, 
and we're finding that we had another I have an, another group I'm working with also in Ohio right now. Same thing. Um, Ohio, I'm a Buckeye. Oh, are you yes. good? <laughs> very good. Well, very good friend of uh, of our son plays for the Buckeyes. Oh, Steel Chambers. He went, graduated from the same high school that my sons go nice. to. Nice. So, so we like them too because yes. of him. <laughs> but anyway, but but I have another gentleman there. Same thing. He uh, his actually his wife has worked out with this trainer for many uh-huh. years, and they've become very good friends mm. too. And mm-hmm. the trainer wants to open his own business, and they're going to do it together. So they're going to be the fine the the, the 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 money behind it. Yeah. And then their trainer Jake is actually going to be the operator. Yes. So yeah. It's mm-hmm. a it's a really cool cool win win right. Win-win. Yeah, for both parties, not Absolutely. partners. Uh, let's give our listeners the website uh, to work out anytime. Yes. So workoutanytime.com is uh, is where you're going to find us. And then you click on the uh, own, a, own a Gym link, and then it'll take you right to the franchising side. Um, love to talk to you. We've got lots of opportunity. Yeah. Um, you know, I think the, the one of the most important things you want to do as a potential franchisee is talk to other franchisees who are part of our our group. And yeah, that's absolutely validation. the validation part is is so key. And we're not gonna, you know, we're gonna in our FDD, you'll see every single name and, and phone number of all of our franchisees. Yes. So you can pick and choose who you want to talk to. Um, we're not going to do that for you. Sure. Absolutely. And I like that. That's the open validation uh, process that comes. And, uh, you know, I, as, as I represent Workout Anytime, and um, if anyone is interested in looking at fitness concepts and want to learn a little bit more about that, obviously would be welcome getting you in touch with Terry and figuring out how to... Uh, Get in there and do that discovery process so you can make an educated and informed decision. That's, That's what, what it's all about, about right? Absolutely. You got the tangibles and the de-intangibles. Mm-hmm. And both parties want to make sure that there's alignment and that it's a good fit. Right? For sure. Absolutely. Uh, John, anything else you'd like to add before we wrap up uh, the show, the episode? Uh, I just want to touch again on the folks that like the franchise model but then want to come in and change everything. They're not a good candidate. Right? No, I mean, I, I That's like, not a good thing. Hey, you know, I, yeah, I've seen, I've seen the workout anytime. I love the idea, but do we have to have all this exercise equipment in there? Well, do, we, do you get a lot of that? Or? Well, we, we have, we have certain things that yes, you absolutely have to have. Mm. Um, now we do a layout and we do this, um, you know, once we get your space, we're going to do mm. an equipment layout. Exactly. We're going to not, we're only going to make you put in what makes the most sense. Sure. We don't, you, you got to be able to move. You got to be able to, you know, there's got to be a <laughs> comfort elbows level. with someone. Yeah. You're on the treadmill. But, but with no it. donut kiosk in there. No or, donut. Yeah. There, we will. <laughs> or say, even a little Caesars we kiosk. Don't, we right? don't, we want you to, this is what we want you to concentrate on. We want you to sell memberships. Sure. We want you to sell memberships. We want you to to take great care of your members mm-hmm. because that is your bread and butter. That's right. On a, the second tier of revenue is personal training, and yes. we do very very well in personal training. We have a whole training program called Profitable Personal Training (PPT) because yes. um, we want our we want our franchisees to start strong and we want them to stay strong. So we've got all the tools to help them do that. Um, but no, there is no selling donuts in the in work at any time. <laughs> Good question, though, John. Right? No, no, but I understand that you know the people have, all, and I'm sure. You you get really, really good at suggestions from your franchisees, and you get really, really terrible ones. We get mm-hmm. interesting ones, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but we do, you know, we are, it, this is a, you know, we we have a really great relationship with our franchisees. We do allow some variances if sure. they make sense. And, um, and sometimes we will 
test something, whether we have a corporate store where a lot of times we do test things Absolutely. before we roll it out to everybody Makes else, or we may sense. work with franchise partners and test it, you know, maybe test one in the Carolinas, one in Virginia, you know, yes. in, in different places and get a really good, good feel for it across the board because yes. we've got locations. I said we've grown organically, but I've got locations as far as I, Idaho, Maine. I mean, we're yeah, across it, the board, South presence. Florida, you know, we're all over the place. Sure. We didn't have any locations in Dal- in Texas until two and a half years ago. Now mm. we've got 18. Wow. So we are booming, booming, You are booming. booming. Yeah, congratulations. Thank and you, you know what? You hit on something that I think is one of the great advantages of being part of a franchise system is that because you do have fellow franchisees, as a system, you get to pilot different things. Mm-hmm. And then if it's successful, it gets rolled out. Huge advantage of being part of a franchise Absolutely. system versus an independent mm-hmm. uh, business owner. There, there are very, very few industries that aren't evolving and changing. Mm-hmm. And you can have the best model in the market today, but that doesn't mean it's going to be the best model yeah. six months from now. Absolutely. And I Stay think current. The, the number one problems some businesses have is they refuse to evolve right? Mm-hmm. and they refuse to develop. Yeah. And that's what I call the tangibles and the intangibles. And it's getting in and understanding the franchisor's culture, philosophy, and right? Are they rigid and, and not willing to move? Or are they open and hearing to ideas and saying, you know what, maybe this is something we need to consider sure. and pilot uh, to evolve, right? right? And stay current. And stay relevant. Yes, relevant. Absolutely. That's a great word, relevant. Yep. Now, you're always looking for new, better, more sophisticated equipment as well, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. We, I mean, we go to the different shows, of course. Um, Greg Maurer, who's in, is, who works with us, I mean, is, char- is in charge of education. He's also, I mean, he, we call him the professor. He's one mm-hmm. of the smartest people I know. And he's always out there looking to see, you know, what else is out there. Um, Steve Strickland and, and John Carcillo, who, who work with us, um, they own a, an equipment company, Commercial Fitness Products. And so okay. they're always, you know, they're very, very in tune with what's out there, what's new. And uh, we're always looking for, we want to, yeah. we want to have some differentiators mm-hmm. that some of the other clubs don't have. One of the, one of those things that we have, that we do have is called a React Trainer, okay. which actually was built for the U.S. ski team. Mm. Um, and it's just a great piece of equipment. If, if you've had any type of injuries, it's a great piece of equipment to use to help get, get back better, but uh-huh. it's also, I use it all the time and I love it. It's yeah. not hard on the body. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, you have to see it, but react trainer, look it up. You can get some really cool video on it. But that's but, the equipment I was, that's the equipment. I had in mind. Oh, it was. <laughs> okay. Oh, I didn't know that's yes. And so that's a huge differentiator for us yes. that a lot of other fitness chains do not have. Right. And we're always keeping our, 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 our eye out for, for, for pieces of equipment like that. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Well, I, we do need to go ahead and wrap up the show. It has been wonderful having uh, Terry, having you on the show. Thank you. Uh, wealth I've of really information and knowledge. And, you know, I, there's so many nuances that go with any business model. And uh, you've just gave a lot of great insight on the fitness world. Thank you for that. And John, always great to have you it's on the show. It's always as well. hard to drag information out of Terry, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, I do before we uh, before we sign off. I do want to give a big shout out and thank you to our sponsors. Um, our sponsors are obviously my company, Franchise Intellect, um, knowledge around franchise selection, uh, my business partner, Franchise City, a better way to find a franchise, and we also have Franserve, who's also a sponsor. The world. Largest franchise 
Consulting and Expansion Organization. Thank you for your sponsorship. Again, the Franchise Business Radio Show, a platform to bring together franchise professionals to connect, educate, and collaborate to serve the franchise community and those that are considering franchise ownership. Please feel free to call me. This is Pamela Curry, host of Franchise Business Radio, as well as a franchise consultant. I would welcome helping you find a business if that's your desired vision and choice. Thank you again for joining Pamela Curry and her guests for the Franchise Business Radio Show, sponsored by Franchise Intellect, knowledge of the franchise community for franchise selection. More info at FranchiseIntellect.com. Also made possible in part by Franchise.City, a better way to buy a franchise. More info at Franchise.City. And FranServe, the world's largest franchise consulting and expansion organization. More info at FranServe.com. Use the social media links here to share today's show and check out more episodes at FranchiseBusinessRadio.com. 